welcome back to the Nullify Take channel here on YouTube, where we've got the TNT takes for you on the Amazing Race Season 34, Episode 2. I'm your host, Chris, and joined with me today, again, is Michelle, my co-host. Michelle, how are you doing? Hi, good. It's school holiday time. I'm fantastic. Yeah, you can see on Michelle's face, she's night and, you know, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, ready for this podcast. I am yeah. on way too much caffeine, you know, through this work week. It's just been absolutely crazy. I'm so envious of you getting a break, you know, but I think working with kids, you kind of need it. I know. I mean, obviously, you know, as a teacher, you still do work in the break. I was still, I went into work on Tuesday, um, just setting a few things up ready for next term, um, which is usually the busiest term, term four. Um, but yeah, it's it's not as taxing as actually being with them every day. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't do it. Much respect for you uh, for doing that. I couldn't do it. Nikki, welcome to the live. Still haven't watched it. No. Catch what? up, Nikki, catch up on it. Um, and Dylan Free, all the way from South Africa, welcome as well here Ooh. in the live stream. Um, doing it this time, you never know. Like, what's the time in South Africa now? It'd be like midday over there, I think half past 12 in the afternoon. So nice. not too bad of it. I'm assuming, Dylan, you're doing this over your lunch break, you know, just having a cheeky watch of uh, this podcast. But Michelle, uh, interesting episode. We had... Yeah. more time this week than what we normally would get in an Amazing Race episode. But for some other reason, for me, it didn't feel like I saw more. <laughs> like it was that much more time, understand. but I felt like it was still yeah. short. But I mean, the first episode of Survive was an hour and a half first, and the second episode of Amazing Race was an hour and a half. And I thought, geez, what are they doing? Are they Have, have they got an Aussie on board that's making all the episodes longer? I'm just not used to it. Um, but obviously, I love longer episodes. And, you know, I don't think we, you feel like you didn't see as much, mainly, mainly because there wasn't a lot of traveling between the uh, roadblock and the, and the detour, but there was traveling at the, the start of the race. So I, I, I'm, I'm assuming that's what's um, caught you off guard. Yeah, I, I read a little bit of comments on Reddit. Um, you know, I, I risked it over in the Reddit world and, and read a couple of comments because you never know what you're going to walk into on there. It's a bit of a I know. You know well, I actually West. went over there yesterday for something totally different and I'm like, how can nobody be talking about what I was actually searching for and I couldn't see it anywhere and I'm thinking, <laughs> what? Reddit talks yeah, so, about everything. So I don't, I don't want to I don't want to pretend like I had this thing thought out myself. I saw it on Reddit. I um, can't remember the user's name, but they basically said when they did this leg, they probably didn't plan for this leg to be a longer runtime on the episode with it. Cause some people said, why weren't there additional challenges so that the episode was a little bit more jam packed and it yeah. felt like something was happening because it kind of felt like we just saw people struggling over and over, not getting mm. it. So they're just giving us more of that instead of something exciting happening. And I have to agree. It, it, it didn't, it wasn't as exciting. There was a few exciting things that happened towards the end of the episode, mm. but for me, the pacing kind of felt off, but this user on Reddit sort of said when they probably, plan out the season they wouldn't have known that there was going to be this longer episode that was given to them but apparently there is a scheduling thing in the u.s at the moment where survivor and the amazing race is covering the slot for another show that's going to take place next week or something like that so mm. um these things kind of happen and you know i don't know how you felt about it but i did feel like there was you know there wasn't really that much more given to us it was just we saw more of the fails i guess and yeah, people they're, trying they're to yodel obviously... Well, yeah, normally you don't get to see as many of the fails. Normally you say you see the, the try 15, try 16, you know, attempt 10, 11. Um, but we actually saw more of the attempts. Yeah, I, I do agree. Um, but 
I, I found it funny because some of the attempts were quite comical. Um, yeah, yeah I let mean, us know which which ones which one stood out for you. The bells, oh my gosh! Like I would have, I I mean, the bells were great. I think I would have done either of them. I didn't have one that I would have liked over the other. Mm. And as someone was saying earlier, one of the I think it was Rex was holding the bells too high. So every time he rang, it, it couldn't get it down in time to the timing of the rest of the bells. And that's why it took them so long. Um, but if, I mean, if you know music, then it would have been really easy. But, but I love both of them. Yeah. Uh, listen, I definitely, I'm, I'm kind of similar to you. I think I, like I, I don't, I don't know if I should openly say this, but yeah, I was a choir boy back in school. I did musicals and all that kind of stuff. So I, I can <laughs> sing. I can hold a tune. I'm definitely not tone deaf like um, Claire. Uh, and my sister was oh my a really God, that's good singing. Dancer. Yeah, my sister was a really good ballroom dancer. So like I, I, I used to be her training partner when she went home to learn how to do the rumba, how to do the cha-cha, all these kind of different dances. So I feel like I could pick up dancing really easily as well so i would have been in a similar situation to you where it wouldn't have mattered which one but i think i like to dance um so i probably would have gravitated towards that more so than the bells mm, yeah i think the dancing was actually easier um only because you didn't have to get everything oh, it was it, the bells were just so specific um and it was a bit harder in that respect but um uh, yeah as i said i i love it you know someone did complain that oh, all the challenges are, are like music challenges because they had the singing and then they had the bells and the dancing. Yeah. And, um, and I said, but that's what Austria's acclaimed for, music and, and, and all that sort of stuff. And, and I'm quite happy with that. I didn't need another food challenge with them eating some strange German sausage or I feel or like they should have done like that. a trivia challenge of all Arnold Schwarzenegger movies and like oh, you really? know, just ask them questions about it because Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> is from Austria you know like get, get something yeah. gets creative get creative but yeah. I, I get what people are saying like they just needed a little bit of balance I guess because it was too yes. musically inclined like a roadblock and then also a detour one after yeah. the other basically mm. on this and obviously it was going to fit certain people more than others and and that's always the case i mean last season i felt like a lot of things sort of fell in place for kim and pen and it sort of played into their wheelhouse not that they weren't great competitors i agree yeah. with a lot of the amazing race cast that we interviewed and, and if you haven't seen those interviews they are on the channel there's quite a few of them that we interviewed afterwards all of them said that they reckon kim and pen would do good in any season regardless but yes. you know a lot of it was musically and entertainment inclined last season as well so it shouldn't be a shock to anybody watching the show exactly. that they're going to do that type of challenge. Except where was the sound of music? Like, really, they're in Austria. They could have done something with the sound of music. They could have had the, like, they could have had them doing a puppet show. Um, they could have had them uh, singing a, around a fountain and having to get the timing right. I don't know, climbing trees. Um, you know, I love the sound of music and they could have done something with that, but um I'm not sure if they, I don't think they ever have done anything with Sound of Music before. I feel uh, like they have. I'm pretty sure. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm terrible think. with, I'm terrible with like season numbers and when it exactly would have yeah. happened. I know Logan listens to this podcast. We probably will lose some points for not knowing this if he does listen to it. But Logan, and if you hear this. Two minutes. He may not exactly. listen to this part. <laughs> Yeah, he might not. He, he might not listen to this part. But yeah, if he does listen to this part, then tell us what season it happened in, because I'm pretty sure that yes, there was a season where they did the sound of music. You know, he'll know. Yeah. 
He'll probably Google yeah. it and then tell Look, us it that he was 52. Maybe I'll give him a heads up. <laughs> <laughs> we need your help while you're ranking us down on this competition you've got. <gasps> no, uh, we got a six. Six out of whatever, 20, whatever it was. I thought we did quite well. Oh, that's good. That's good. Um, yeah. So we start off with this race. One of the questions I had last week when we did this was, were we going to see the grouping come back where you know the first three people are together the next three well, people and we got our answer the grouping is back yes. are you a yay or nay on this you know i'm nay. not the highest on it i'm nay as well nay. why are we still doing this like they're doing a lot of good stuff but this is not it you know it's all covid i'm really certain it's just all covid controlled and i what i'd really like to see is if you come in at you know, that the 12-hour rule, or even if it's not 12, it can be 15 hours. I'm not – I don't care what it is. But if you come in at 8.30 um, and the next person comes in 20 minutes later, that person leaves 20 minutes later. If that the next one is um, 35, they leave 35 minutes after the first team so that it's exactly how they arrived. Um, however, in past seasons when that's been something like 8 to 12 hours and it's been an absolute nightmare, I can understand you can't do it. Uh, but, no, you've got to control it somewhere, yeah. but I feel like this kind of makes it very difficult for teams that are at the bottom to find their way back to the top, and also exactly. it finds it difficult for those teams that are really good to just get away Stay. slightly from the competition, but I agree yeah. with you, you don't want 12 hours, you don't want them to be, um, one team is still in a different country while the other mm. te other teams are already in a different country, and logistically I'm However, sure that's not me. Which team was it that thought they were going somewhere in Munich and didn't yeah. read that they were going to Austria? Yeah. So so I was I was gonna bring this up. And while we're talking about that team, it's the cheerleader team, Quinton and Matty, yes. that left in the first three. They were in that group of first three people that got out of there and completely messed it up and got way back because they went to another town in Germany and they went to the same street. They found they, they did the impossible. They found the same street that they were going to go to in Austria yeah. and went there and then realized, damn, we got to we got to turn around. We got to go to Austria. Um, and I've got to be honest, Quinton and Maddie kind of became my favorite team this episode. Like, you know, yeah. I've always got a team I've got to shout for. I'm like, yeah. I'm team cheerleaders this season. Like they're my Lulu and Lala at this stage because they're going to be the underdogs. But yeah. I tell you what, they are a good team. They got third place they in their are. first week. And they came back from way out. They had no right to come back and do the challenges oh, wow. as quickly as they did. But um, hats off to Maddie for breezing through the yodeling. And then obviously mm. both being cheerleaders, having great chemistry. They also did extremely well when it came to dancing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they did. I mean, they. I think they did that, that dance on their first go, actually. Um, but... The whole map reading thing by everybody was having me in stitches because those maps were huge. Did Gigant you see gigantic. It on the sidewalk? Like yeah. it was so big. And then some of them can't even read a map. And then um, who was it in the back seat? Um, it was Claire was in the back seat. And this map was like taking over the whole area in front of her. Um, and I loved it. But they, you know, the maps over there have to be quite large because you move through countries very quickly. Yeah. I want to know in the comments, if anybody listens to this, you know, and there were a few people last week that did let us know. Have you ever actually had to use a map somewhere? Because 
we spoke about this last year. I remember or the previous season when we spoke about the London part of the leg and where they had to read maps and run around. And I said, you know, I used to use maps all the time when I was in London back in the yes, day because right? it was yeah. pre-Facebook, it was pre-Google Maps, you know, so I had yeah. to use maps when I was there. And yeah. it is a lot more difficult, I think, than what the average viewer can appreciate. And especially if you don't have the skill set for it. Mm. But there were two military boys down there doing this challenge and they absolutely killed it when it came to reading the map. And I think yeah. that for both Marcus and Michael, the two brothers, they're going to do extremely well at the traveling bit. So the more mm. we're going to see, um, what did they finish? They finished first this leg as well, really came coming out as a, the, because we were kind of saying they're the two men, like why are they not yeah. the powerful team this season well i think they've proven to us now that they will still be a force to be reckoned with their biggest enemy similar to how dusty and ryan were their biggest enemy is going to be them being their own biggest enemy at Mm. this stage because it looks like there might be some conflict in that Mm. group but man can they read a map and you would expect them to be good at reading a map being in the military i mean you don't have google maps if you're somewhere in afghanistan or something like that or in in a war area you know yeah and I think I said to you last year, I'm great at reading a map. I've just got to turn it around to the direction that I'm actually going in. Um, I can't, even if it's upside down, I have to just have it in that direction to just to make it easier for me. What Quinton did that was funny when it was down on the floor on the pavement, he actually talked to the map when it was flying up. And he said, <laughs> he says, like, stop it right now. And I talked to inanimate objects as well. And I thought, oh, this is great. I'm not totally alone in just talking to. There's Quinton, the map whisperer this season. <laughs> and is he going to form this great rapport with the map in the future? And it's going to lead them all the way from 11th place to first or second in yeah. the next leg. Um, we've got Richard here in the live saying that I was so scared because I can't use a map. I can't even use a compass. And they do get a compass as well to use with the map because Claire was Why looking at it. Why were they using a compass in the car though? I don't understand. She Same. was saying so that we know which direction we're going in. But and it worked. Have it right. But you're moving your the roads move all the time. Like you need to follow a map, not the compass. If you're in the bush, and read the signs on the road. Like if you're looking at the compass, you might miss a sign that will tell you where on the map you are. But hey, I'm not going to question. Like they did not mess it up on the map reading part. They did not mess yeah. it up on that. It, it came down to the yodeling for that team. But before we move on from Michael and from oh sorry from Quentin and Maddie. Um, Really enjoyed the little bit of a backstory that it, that they gave us, you know, with Quentin and Maddie, how they met. They've known each other prior to being in the cheerleader team. They actually auditioned together. He was the yeah. first male, apparently, as a cheerleader in the NFL. I didn't realize because he, he doesn't look that old. It must be something that they've just recently started yes. doing. I thought that men have been cheerleaders for a lot longer than this. Well, no, I think men have been cheerleaders more in the college not in the the grand game mm. and more in the colleges and the schools. Um, yeah, so I wonder when it did come in. Well, it's awesome to have him on the show. It's awesome for him to bring awareness to that. I didn't know that yeah. it's so recent that men were allowed to do that. And like you said, it's been something in high schools there. It's been something that I'm sure many men have wanted to do it before, but they never had the opportunity because the there was no options women. for them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so hey, it's it's great. It's great to see that. It's great to have them in there. I'm sure it will add to the entertainment value of the NFL as well. Like we said last week, men can throw women up in the air, catch them, do some crazy stunts. Yeah. So uh, I'm sure it's good. Like I, I actually need to find out if we can get some footage of them in action. Like I want to see yeah, them do their routine. Yeah, I'm Definitely. sure there's, there's, there'll be something online. I'm sure. 
or someone can let us know in the comments, you know, if they know of one of the halftime shows or something that they've been involved in. You know, I'm mm. just curious, curious by yeah. nature. And I want to see what it looks like, you know, um, yeah. but moving on the, the teams that get there first, obviously is going to be Derek and Claire. They absolutely killed it. Marcus and Michael. They, they killed getting there. They did not kill the challenge. No, no, but, but, but let's be honest. She Listen. did kill it. She killed it in a different way altogether. That's fair. But listen, maybe this is her Achilles heel. She's tone deaf. They now now know it. Derek did the clinical, you know, um, what, what would you call it? Diagnosis on oh the stream. God. It was the most hilarious thing. She's like, well, I've never been diagnosed. And he looks at her with a straight face and say, I'll, I'll diagnose you now. You're, you're tone yeah. deaf. You know, it was <laughs> such a brilliant moment. Their chemistry is on point. Like, I don't know yeah. how people cannot like them as a team because I felt mm. that they're just so fun to watch. And even their interactions with the other teams, I feel like they're bringing so much to this season. Yeah. You can see that they're veterans. They've been on a show before and they're bringing a lot of personality for me to the show. But like you said, Claire struggled at the yodeling. But let's how, how often is she going to yodel? Like most of it's going to be traveling and they're killing it at traveling. No, 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 no. It's not about yodeling. It's, she can't even sing. Like I can't even pretend to sing that badly. I don't even know how she does it. But it was hilarious. I'm like, I'm looking at my screen going, oh, like, how? How are you singing like that? But, you yeah. know, give give her kudos for, you know, persevering and doing it over and over again because I don't think she thought she sounded that bad. But it, it was so Well, funny. she got there in first place, and I think she left eighth at the yeah. end before she got out of there. So there was only, like, two teams behind her at yeah. that point. So – Really, really bad start for Claire, obviously, in this challenge. But Marcus and Michael, they get there. They've got rhythm. They do extremely well um, yeah. and, and get through it really quickly here. Uh, so that was quite good to see. But one of the things for me that I was thinking with the yodeling challenge, I feel like if you speak more than one language, it would actually help you. And obviously, being from South Africa, where we've got 12 official languages, I can speak two of them pretty fluently and I understand a third one a little bit. Um, I think that just understanding different dialects would probably be something that if you're looking at it, because not only did they have to yodel, they had to kind of learn a different language. Um, yeah. There's certain points where you've got to go up in your pitch, down in your pitch. Pronunciation mm. of certain words was very important. Um, I feel like I would have been okay with the yodeling, but maybe I'm being too confident. What do you think of that? Like no, being able to no. speak different languages? I, I don't speak. Uh, I mean, I can speak a bit of French, but I don't really speak another language, but I'm all used to hearing the different intonation of words basically from teaching so i'm i'm able to swing my words around and and listen to children obviously talk when they're little and yeah i can decipher what they're saying um so i think i wouldn't do too badly either and you know i love singing so i think i'd be okay with that i think i'd be probably in and out considering you can look at the words at the same time you don't have to memorize them yeah well you know, this is how you know Claire did bad in this one. Because I believe Team T-Rex got out of there before them, and he was having the worst time as well out there. Like, I felt like he was worse than Claire when they were yeah. doing this challenge. And one of the sad things, obviously losing them so early this season, is there was a, a little bit of an alliance of some sorts forming between them and the military brothers, which mm. I quite enjoyed seeing here in the early stages, where they just clicked, they, had, they liked each other's vibe, going there yeah. so 
that's going to get squashed now because we won't see it's maybe a good thing for the other teams because we don't want alliances dominating a season but yeah. it just seemed like they got along really well and i wanted to see that friendship blossom a little bit yeah i know but you know it's hard and i i wonder if there will be alliances this time and and what they will be how many and if there will be strong alliances or not i mean we've seen in the australian race we've got some we had some strong alliances and then all of a sudden one team decided I don't want this alliance anymore and the other team was like, oh, okay, all right, well, that's how it is. Um, whereas a lot of the time in the American version, the alliances sort of follow through to the end. Yeah. Yeah, I'm interested to see if there's going to be alliances this season as well and if they're actually going to be able to work through. I mean, this is a different game not to mm. quote Jeff Probst with Survivor and it being a shorter version of the game because we don't yeah. have non-elimination leagues. So yeah. each leg means that much more. But one thing I think that will get people to sort of work together and maybe get to know each other a little bit better, there were, I remember the exit interview that we had with Kayla um, and I believe even with Lulu and Lala last season, they said that being paired with other teams in your group, like if you're in the first three teams or middle three teams, you spend mm. more time with those groups because you don't get to spend yep. necessarily a lot of time with them outside of that. So you naturally yeah. start forming these bonds within these groups. So the groupings could become a thing where if you've got the same teams being in a group all the time, they mm. may work together to a certain degree, but we certainly haven't seen it yet in this first no. couple of episodes. Like the, the only potential alliance was this military brother alliance and Team T-Rex mm. potentially working together. But like I said, that didn't work out. Um, I feel like with the yodeling, what, what else was there? They they get they get the cloves, right? And the guys that got the suspend, suspenders look actually pretty good. I'm going to say, I, I was like, yeah, I reckon I could rock that, you know, like uh, running around there. Well, over there. Later, I don't know, but it, it's so cute. The girls' costumes are really cute. But you fit um, in there, Michelle. That's like, you know, when I was in Texas, when I lived in Texas for nine months, I had a cowboy hat and I didn't feel awkward about it because everybody has a cowboy hat, you know? So yeah. like, I feel like people would be like, yeah, you're rocking the Austrian, you know, clothes yeah. that we, we want to see. So I feel like, you know, you wouldn't feel awkward running around in those clothes. Yeah. It was as long cute. as you don't have to and run around in wooden shoes, that would kill you. Can you not oh, you see the clogs. That, that hurts. That, that, I, they can't do that. Um, mind you, at, begin, at the beginning when they were driving there, who was it? I think it was Audrey, no, Aubrey. Aubrey and David weren't in red. They were in black. And I thought, mm. hang on, you can't change colours on me. You're not allowed to change colours. You have to be in the same colours. And then I thought, I wonder if they knew that they would be in different clothes for the entire day. So they knew they didn't have to wear their red. But I'm thinking, hang on, what's happened here? Because normally you Are you talking about Louis clothes. and Michelle instead of Aubrey and David? Because Aubrey and David had black clothes on the, their cast pictures, but Louis They don't and have Michelle. red? No, Lou and Michelle are the two that have got the red. I'll do a quick share screen here for you so we can have a look at the teams again. So I was wrong. So yeah, Lou and Michelle, I believe, are the two that are in red. Is those ah. the two that you're talking about? You just got confused. That's fine. It's it's going to happen in the beginning yes. of the season. <gasps> yeah, okay. I'm excused just for the beginning. Yeah, but, but th think about it this way. Aubrey and David, like, are they even on the show? <laughs> like, I mean, I know, we yeah, hardly see anything. Them about them like i don't know anything about their lives like we know that they're ballroom dancers so obviously yeah. for them to go and do the dancing they, they killed that pretty quickly yeah. um but yeah i mean i feel like i don't know who they are yeah no we have that's why i asked the question much. in the live who's going next 
and I put Aubrey and David up as a potential option. I put up um, Aubrey and David, Rich and Dom, Quinton and Maddie, and then another team. So far, everybody in the live has voted 60% saying Rich and Dom is going to be out next. And then it's divided 20% between Aubrey and David and Quinton and Maddie for the other yeah. two options. The They're all pretty think... strong teams. I mean, looking at them there, I mean, yeah, I'm thinking Rich and Dom because basically she'll just have a little mine explosion. Um, but that's yeah. the only thing I can think of. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're the hot mess team this season. And yeah, it's not because of rich, because I don't know anything really about rich. Like he's hardly no. ever talking to the camera, but yeah. Dom, th there's this weird thing with Dom this season as she's doing this leg where, and the previous episode, I'm like, do I like, do like, I mean, obviously I don't dislike her as a person. I don't know mm. her as a person, but I'm like, as the TV character on my screen, do I like you? Or do I not like you at this point? Because what does she points call herself? A mer? Was it a mer oh. fairy? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. And it's her. It's her hair is like her tail. She said, yes. like the yeah. Yes. But it's what I was going to say is with with them. I'm I'm still like in between. Like like Rich is not doing anything, but it's just Dom. Like she's so intense, and sometimes it comes across as a bit cringy, and then other yeah. times it comes across as funny. And I'm like still in sweet. two minds. And, and sweet. sweet. Yeah, you I know, think she's a nice I'm, person. I'm, she's probably a really nice person, but on the camera, she's just so intense. I know. And and yes, it is cringy sometimes. And then I think, oh, that's so sweet, you know. And then I'm like, <laughs> stop it. Just stop it. From now on, they're team yo-yo. Like, they're yo-yoing yeah. back and forth for me. Like, and like, do I like you? Do I not like you? Not as a yeah. person outside of the game, but in this game. Like, because mm. every you need to have people you're going to shout for. You need to have the underdogs. You need to have the front runners that everybody hopes don't steamroll. And then you need to have the team that you're kind of like, I'm slightly against you. I'm rooting for you not to win this thing, which I know is bad because everybody is good. And yeah, I feel like the amazing race of the casting in recent seasons have been very safe. They're not really giving mm -hmm. us someone that you're like, this is a terrible person. I don't want them to win. <laughs> no, I don't really have a terrible person. Nah. I, they're all pretty nice. They're lovely. Um, yeah. What I also wanted to think, uh, what I thought about when they're getting to the yodeling, um, you know, when they open up the envelope and they, it's sort of a bit ambiguous, they don't know, they're calling the cows. Um, could they hear the others singing, I'm wondering? I'm wondering if they're far enough away because if they can hear the singing, they're going to put up the person who's a better singer, obviously. Um, yeah, so I'm wondering. Yeah, it's a good question. And, I mean, obviously there. Claire and Derek being the first two people there, they didn't have the luxury of, seeing someone else choose which one would go and then hearing. And I think that they could because at times it sounded like the, the second person, the person who wasn't participating in the roadblock, they could hear the way that it sounded because Derek was yeah. like, oh, that's bad. Like, you know, so I feel like they definitely would have heard what was going on and they would have been able to pick up. So in some ways for Derek and Claire, it was probably a disadvantage being in first place coming into this challenge because they weren't able to make the correct decision mm. on who was going to do it. I wonder what they thought calling the cows would mean. Well, <laughs> a lot of the, I don't know what it's like in, in South Africa or New Zealand, but there's this thing, um, not anymore at my age, but when you're teenagers or a bit older, early twenties, you're driving through the countryside, you see a cow and everyone in the car goes moo, you know, or makes the mooing sound. I'm wondering if people, if in America it happens and if they were thinking, do I have to suddenly 
make mooing noises to make the cows come in. Uh, or do you need to like herd cows? Do you need to herd cows somewhere? Like you're calling the cows to like, because this yeah. is the other thing that you don't always appreciate. You don't, when you get the clue, those clues are very cryptic. It's not clear yes. as to what is actually going to be required of you when you do it. So it's easy for us to judge and say, Derek, obviously you should have done it, but mm. yeah. But the yeah. interesting thing is that they get the cloves at this first roadblock and the clue yeah. specifically says that they have to wear the clothes throughout the whole leg. Now, here's the question for you. When Rich and Dom leaves there and they go and park their car, Dom leaves her hat inside of the car when they go to that yeah. specific detour. Should they have been turned back at that point because they didn't have the hat? What is your opinion about that? Because I saw some comments online where people were yes. saying that they were Same. getting preferential treatment. that should have been harsher because they didn't have the hat throughout all of the different challenges. What was the exact wording, though? Did it say you have to be wearing these clothes at the, uh, at the pit stop? Or did it mm. say you have to be wearing these clothes all leg? This From is my understanding, and, and, and I didn't watch the episode twice. I watched it once when I made my notes. Online, people were saying is that it said you had to have it the whole leg. But I'm sure if we're mm. wrong, there's going to be people in the comments that will let us yeah. know about it. Just like well, everybody last week, let me know that it was $2,500, not $25,000. <laughs> yeah. so I'm sure they'll correct us. <laughs> well, I think she should have been penalized if it said wear it for the entire leg. And she tried to get away with something at the end because she mm. said it fell off as I was running. You know, She knew it didn't. Um, yeah, she knows she she knew she left it in the car. She thought she'd get away with it by saying, you know, I, I it fell off when I was running and maybe he would have said, Oh, don't worry about it then. But no, you're not you, you if it says that you have to go and, and get it. And mm. yeah, I think they definitely should have been penalized on the mat because yeah. she decided not to wear it so that she can keep her I don't know if it would have been enough. Going. I don't know if it would have been enough for, for I feel like T-Rex, the team T-Rex, they were that far behind. They were never mm. going to catch up. But Yeah, but then it's know, still, it's, fair. The, it's the whole meaning of the clue and you've got to follow it. Um, look, Phil made them go and get it, at least. I was going to say, well done, Phil. Like, because yeah. this is clearly the sign that Phil has been doing this show for a long time. This is not season yeah. two or season three of him being a host. He's like, no. I'm calling you on it. You got to go get it. Yeah. Um, there's no exceptions to this. I mean, how many, do you know how many toughest, toughest nails seasons he's done now? Cause he must've done over four. Well, he's recorded four. I don't know if four have come out, but I saw something he'd, he wrote today that he's, he's done four. All right. So 38 seasons of TV. You're not yeah. going to oh, get he's one done, over and, and stuff in New Zealand before he started on the race. And he's done national geographic specials as well. He's done so much stuff it's a veteran you're not gonna you're not gonna fool him and that's the thing you've got yeah. full there to bring the law down get them to go back and get it but um even in this bit here where they're driving there's more issues that are happening with people just not being able to and i believe dom and 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 actually um rich were those people that mm. struggled again with directions just getting there in the first place yeah. they couldn't find the car park i feel worried for rich and dom for many reasons at this point. I don't feel like they're long for the game. They might be that team that survives a couple of times, but um, I don't know. I just don't see it. If you if you struggle yeah, with the no, traveling I bit. Think, 
I'm pretty I'm sure they'll be, if not next out, the one after. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, unless Rich suddenly pulls something out of the hat and suddenly he becomes really good because at this stage, oh, it's 1-1. One, one. They both have done, a, a, I guess, a roadblock each. So they have mm. divided it pretty equally. The only two teams that have not divided their resources equally at this stage when it comes to the roadblocks are Glenda and Lumumba and Linton okay. and Sharik. So Glenda has done both their roadblocks so far. And um, Linton has done both of the roadblocks for team daughter and father, or father and daughter. So um, there's still potentially, I I feel good about Lumumba. Lumumba is my, he's my man. He's like the dark horse. He's going to come out. He's going to, he's going to have some, he's going to have some skills. You're going to see, he's going to prove me right on this one. I'm telling you now, like we all are seeing Glenda as this powerful woman, which she is, Mm. but for him to have been able to get her, I'm telling you, the guy's got skills we haven't seen yet. Like he's yeah. going. I feel good about that team. I think Glenda and Lumumba, they're going deep. Yeah, and they're also discovering about each other as they're going along because they've only been together two and a half years. Such yeah. a married for how long time. out of that? Like twelve months or something. One and a half married. Oh, one year they knew each other, then one and a half married. Yeah. Wow. So it was how quick. long did you know your husband before you got married? Eight. Eight years. Eight years, yeah. Yeah. It's very different these days. I feel like people are like, you know, let's get married immediately. Like they just yeah. they just no, got married. You, need to year. Know that's, that's short. you yeah. really need to know somebody, otherwise you end up divorced. But I guess it's also depending on the time of your life that you meet this person, right? Um exactly. because if you're young and you're like high school or you're like in university or something or college over in the States. You kind of don't know what you want either. But like if they were a bit older when they got together, uh, I don't remember what their age is, but let's say they're in like the early 30s or late Mm. 20s. Maybe they've, you know, they've been through some stuff. They've had some bad relationships and they kind of know like, oh, these are the warning signs. And maybe Mm. that's the reason they got married. But they do seem to have great chemistry. And that's what I really Mm. love about this team because when they went to the dance challenge as well, they make fun of the fact I that know. he's not tall he enough saying, to twirl it. spinning you? And he said, that's okay, I got the finger. I just got to get the finger and I spin around with the finger. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, they might be like, you know, um, Quinton and Maddie is the team that I'm like, underdog team I want to shout for, but Glenda and Lumumba might be that team that I'm just going to be like, man, the more I see of them, I just think we're going to, we're going to like them more and more. And obviously Derek and Claire, I know really well from their previous shows, but yeah. um, I'm going to like them to a certain degree as well. But I like seeing some of these new teams coming out and being mm. exciting to watch. And they're one yeah. of those teams. They've got great chemistry. Um, they've gotten second twice now. So they're the yeah. most consistent team. Yeah. 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 Um, and, and a lot of them were very good at the dancing. A lot of them didn't take a long time. No, to figure it. it out it didn't look that hard actually and except when the twins and the poor the guy was trying to organize who was male and who was female and he, she was going well i'm the male like but they both had dresses on and they both looked the same the poor guy the was one like, with the earrings the one with the earrings is the guy i was yeah. laughing because i kind of felt like that guy was us last season with lulu and lala like i never knew which one was doing the challenge and this season i'm the same i'm like which one of the two twins is the one that's actually doing this challenge? Like, I don't know if it was Emily or Molly that yes. did the roadblock. Now, if I look at the stats for it, it says that both of them have done one. So 
Yeah, I have no idea. I mean, it's like when they put twins on Australian Survivor. I'm like, I have no idea which one's which. At least they're on different tribes, so I could work that out. But when they're to- when they're not together, I have no idea. Yeah. Now, there's another. That's why. Why is why are all these teams so likable, Michelle? Like, why are they so likable? It's frustrating because the other it's team that hard. I really enjoyed this week was Linton and Sharik. Um, you know, Linton and Sharik talking a little bit more about their story. You know, him moving from Jamaica, um, getting really yeah. emotional because his daughter said, you know, they had this great relationship growing up and he was like, he never had that with his father. So he wanted to be that dad. And by the way, um, Sharika's got beautiful eyes. I don't know if you've noticed that. Um, I, I don't know if it's context or not, but it's beautiful <laughs> eyes. You know, I would definitely get lost in those eyes. But, you know, Linton and Sharik, they've got such a great relationship. And it was- They so Arun and Natalia. It's just, stop. It's just- I, I'm going to make a hot call here. I reckon they're going to be better. Really? I think they're going to be better. I think that I don't know if they'll win, and it's hard to be better because yeah. I mean, Arun and Natalia went all the way to fourth place. But yes, and we both love Arun and Natalia. They were both gracious enough to come and do an interview with us. They, mm-hmm. They're wonderful people. But they had a couple of times where they were saved by non-elimination leagues. Yes. I feel like yeah. Linton and Sharik, they could go a bit deeper this season without yep. potentially needing the, that help from production. Not the production mm. necessarily help. It was design within the game but they wouldn't need that help to get deep they've got fourth place in the first league and third place in this league so and i know he, you made that comparison last good. week as well but i feel like he's good at a lot of things isn't he I just yeah so, feel so the like... real question is how good is sharik that's the real question oh, the real question is, is how good is she because she hasn't done a roadblock yet so so that's when we'll yeah. know because i agree linton so far has been impressive in my mind like he's yeah. done well mm. so but, but I really like the team. Again, fun team. Love the dynamic. Um, obviously, Marcus and Michael, they were the first team at the detour. And they're the mm. team that chooses the bells first. And there is this bit of a conversation that happens between them where there, there's an eight-year difference. You wouldn't have known that. Like, no, they both, like I mean, Marcus yeah. looks good for being eight years older. Like, they almost look like they're the same age, you know. Um, and Marcus is like, oh, you know, I'm eight years older. And his brother played uh, a musical instrument. I forgot the names now. I'm not reading my notes, but played a well, musical this, instrument. Uh, and he... Clarinet. One of them played the clarinet. That, they... that was Marcus. That was Marcus. Okay, he didn't know. So yeah. what did the top? Saxophone. The Michael played the saxophone. I just looked okay. at my notes for the first time this whole podcast. But yeah, he played <laughs> the saxophone. <laughs> um, so, you know, and it's funny because the one brother didn't know that the other one was musically inclined as well. Mm. But there's this whole like brotherly rivalry that's going on. Like it's like a frenemy type of relationship and they're very competitive with each other. And I feel like Marcus is the most competitive out of the two, but it could also just be because Marcus is the older brother. Right Mm. now I do have a brother and I do know that growing up, there was that kind of like, you know, because myself and my brother, we're only like a year apart. So there was always yes. like this, like, uh, who can one up the other? Who's a little bit better? It's like that male thing that happens between two brothers. And they we definitely didn't have, have it. anything. I had my, my sister and I, we didn't have anything except what happened. I think I was 21. I hadn't learned to drive. She was 17. We were four years, three and a half years apart. And she said, I'm going to get my driver's license. And I'm like, she can't get it before me. Jesus. I'm going to have to learn how to drive. And this is the only time in my life that I managed to get my driver's license before her just to say that I'm the older sister. I have to have it. 
but that was the only competitiveness the whole time. So what about um, like what about like who got married first or who had kids no, first? No, it didn't like, matter about that. that. We'd get married within God six six months of each other though, but um, not competitive at all in the, in that respect. What did you um, race I don't, over? I don't feel I don't feel like women and and I could be severely wrong here. Um, but I don't feel like, like, actually I am probably severely wrong. Like I'm talking about guys, <laughs> I feel like, I don't feel like women are that competitive, but then I think about it and actually women can be really competitive with each yeah. other, but I don't know if that's necessarily between sisters, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. there's this thing with brothers, definitely like, you know, who's, who's gonna, who's gonna do what first, like who's gonna, like same, same thing, like who's got first li- driver's license, who's playing yeah. for the first team rugby, you know, who, like different things like that, who, who gets to be a captain or like, um, a prefect, you know, like at school yeah. or something like that is there's always this like competitiveness, you know, Yes, um, yeah. I feel like, but it's, it's like a friendly competitiveness, like where we would get annoyed with each other because we both very strong willed. And I feel like I see a little bit of that in Marcus and Michael as brothers where we were super competitive with each other as well. And we were like, you know, the one wants to one up the other one and wants to do better. But I feel like, and this could be good for the race. Definitely. Yeah. Like they want to say that, look, I'm not bad at a challenge. I am good at this challenge. Doesn't want to show himself up in front of his brother. So this could be good, this competitiveness. But the one thing I'm going to point out, and, and I, I may or may not have done that myself in the past when <laughs> getting super normal with my brother, it's not a good thing, is when you're like rubbing it in your brother. So one of us struggled with the bells and couldn't get it right. It's like so <laughs> passive aggressive, you know, and it was just not needed yeah. for team building. But because they're brothers, they may get away with it because. Yes. They'll go to bed and they'll be okay the next day and they can move yeah. on from it. But I like it because it shows us that these two guys mm. are authentic. And and I like seeing that um, when they're out yeah. there. I don't know if Michael enjoyed being called out like that. <laughs> but you know what? That's what siblings do. And this is what friends do as well. If you're, if you're close with someone and mm. they'll say that, I mean, it's, it's the Aussie thing to, you know, have a go at your friend, but in a, in a kind hearted sort of way. You know, yeah. and I don't know whether time. it's something that you do as well. Yeah, oh, definitely, definitely. Dolores, welcome to the live stream here Hi. saying, good day, you two. Getting ready to go on the road after running some errands. What treat to catch the two of you live? Um, yeah, hitting the road. Well, mm-hmm. Dolores also, hope everything is well over in Florida with the hurricane. Like, you know, she obviously. Florida. Yeah, I believe Melbourne, Florida, oh, if I remember correctly. So, um, yeah, hope everything Keep is safe. all right there. And and everybody that is listening to this um, that is in Florida, you know, our thoughts go out to you guys over there um, mm. through these tough times. I hope you're all okay. Uh, I saw it on the news yesterday and, yeah, brutal, absolutely brutal. You know, oh. America gets hit by all these. Like, I mean, Australia has been through a few things recently as well, right? Um, I don't know yeah, if it was well, that level. Yeah, we get the floods really, but... and, the, and the fires, but we don't get, obviously, we don't get the typhoons. I mean, we get cyclones up north, but we don't get like the typhoons and the um, the twisters that they have in Central America. We don't get this the earthquakes. You know, that's that us here in New Zealand. Coast. Not fun. I've I've it's been crazy. through that before. Not fun. Yeah. Earthquakes are not fun because you, you, yeah. you and I mean none of it's fun, but. It's just the whole thing. I feel like with a, and I could be very wrong, but I feel like with a typhoon, we always get a warning in advance in Auckland where they're like, there's a typhoon coming our way. Be careful or evacuate certain areas. You get like a little bit of advance notice where yeah. with earthquakes, there's none of that. That just yeah. happens out of the blue. So it's yeah. it's hard to respond to. But anyways, completely off topic. I'm hoping yeah. everybody's okay there, Dolores. <laughs> Hope everybody's okay over in Florida as well. As we get back here to this challenge. So the dancing. Can the I? dancing. Can I just say how funny 
or excruciating would it have been for the buildings around there, the businesses, having to listen to that music over and over and over again? Were you not getting into the music? Like I was like, you know, I loved it. Doing like the little like side shuffle yeah. here. I was like, you know, when Lewis was like stomping his feet yeah. and he was like nearly stomping through the ground because he was aggressive with it. I was like, yeah. man, this guy is into it, you know, and he, both Lewis and Michelle did it first time. They got mm. in there. And I mean, there's nothing that says that they're necessarily great dancers. Um, mm. So well done to them getting in there. And I think that they really wanted people to put their back into it when they were doing it, like really yes. feel it because there were a few people where you just like looking at them and you're like, no, you're like, not even pretending to enjoy this dance. <laughs> like, no, just no. <laughs> it's like, no, it's not, it's not, it's not the Austrian way. You know, it's not the yeah. Austrian way. You gotta, you gotta enjoy it. You gotta put your back into it. Um, yeah. Lewis and Michelle, again, another one where they got also like with traveling to both locations, I feel like they were struggling throughout that as well. And you could see like Lewis and Michelle saying in the beginning of the leg, we're gonna make this a great one, you know, we're gonna have a good day today, yeah. and then still getting inside. Lewis, especially getting inside of his own head. Mm. Um, so I see some weaknesses there that if they don't work on it, they, they may be in trouble as well. Like yeah. not a team that I necessarily see going deep. Um, Cause I feel like Lewis is a lesser intense version of Dom, but still intense. Yeah. 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 I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And I'll who's Michelle? Like, not you, Michelle, but who's that Michelle? Like, I mean, we're, we're I not really getting anything from her. <laughs> Imagine that. We've exactly. gone 46 minutes into this podcast and I don't know who my co-host is. Yeah, sorry. I can't. I'll just speak up um, more. <laughs> so, Abby and Wool. Thoughts, thoughts on Abby and Wool? Like, I mean, again, like, it was a little bit of nothing. Like, I feel like yeah, we're look, not getting not anything from out, them. But yeah. not... I want to like them because of their story, being fans yeah. and everything, but yeah, but they're not anything. standing out at all. Look, a lot of the people aren't really standing out and they're all really nice teams. Um, hmm. see, see, I told you, we need some We need some people to feel a certain way about them. Either like the Australian ones, or... the Australian teams, yeah, you've got quite a bit of division um, in the fan base for different for different teams, whereas these teams I don't see any division happening at all. At oh, by the way. At all. I'm just going to correct myself on Lewis and Michelle. I said, why did they do so well? They're not dancers. Sorry, Michelle, if you're listening to this. Michelle is a dancer. She's a professional dancer who dances for Pitbull. So um, oh, yes. she knows so how to move. She said, I, I want to do the dancing. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we do know something about her. She's a professional dancer for Pitbull. I know, but how? Um, I mean, she says, I'm currently on the, on the splice about her. I'm currently on... Um, tour with pitbull i'm thinking no you're currently not you're you're on a race currently what what's happened to pitbull and the dancing someone do, being an understudy to you like it was that yeah. was weird that she says i'm currently doing that when she, you're not yeah um before we go into the placements here and where people end up placing after these two challenges what did you think of Austria as a whole? Like, uh, did you like the location? Uh, do you? How do you feel yes. about us going to? But but how do you feel? Just I love the location as well. Yeah, the hills. Playing devil's advocate here. There were the hills advocate. and the sound of music. This that was good. <laughs> All right, go on. What do you like about it? And I'll let well, you know. Well, I love the hills, and then they were down in that square. I mean, they could have been in a town square that was more. Um, yeah, the well, architecture, architecture is beautiful. The like yes. real European architecture I that mean, you the only pit get. Stop was beautiful 
beautiful place. They could have had the dancing in an area with, that was more um, historic, I suppose, rather than modern uh, because I like seeing the history over there. And, you know, the bells were inside a building, so it, that doesn't worry me. Um, I love that they started on the hillside. They didn't just have it in a room anywhere or, I mean, you have to have yodeling on a hillside anyway, but it was good. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't help looking at the name of the pit stop being Hofberg Imperial Palace, which is how you would pronounce it. Hofberg meaning head mountain, right? Imperial Palace, um, because it's kind of similar to Afrikaans where I'm from, which is very similar to Dutch. You can pick up certain words and yes. um, yeah, you're right. Beautiful, beautiful location. The whole Austria is beautiful. Mm. And it did remind me of a lot of the South Island in New Zealand when you're driving in the South Island and you're in between oh, all those yes, mountain with ranges. The, with the Alps there, yeah. With the Alps. Very beautiful, very beautiful. If you've never been to New Zealand, anybody listening to this, a little bit of free marketing for New Zealand. You definitely, if you come here, the North Island is where all the things are happening, like city life-wise, and there's beautiful locations up here as well. But if you just want to get away, like mm. in the middle of nowhere and see beautiful landscapes like you did in lord of the rings south island's your place like you can get yes. beautiful beautiful places and it's the lakes are crystal clear so it reminded me so much of new zealand when i watched it yeah. the only thing is i'm a little bit worried and maybe you know more than me because i don't read into a lot of the preseason stuff but i'm a little bit worried that we've been in europe twice now um we're still in europe two legs and are we getting an all European league again, or are we actually going to see other countries? Because I wish I could tell. I can't remember where they're going. If you'd given me some sort of warning, <laughs> warning, I could have searched <laughs> up where they go. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm the reason. If Logan's ever listening to this, I'm the reason that we keep losing points because I always the, ask the difficult questions <laughs> at the beginning of. The season before the season came out, they actually showed where we are going. They actually showed the mm. route. The, I need to go back and watch it. Very, they don't do that very often. If I think yeah. I said, "Oh, it's the first time they've done that," and then Logan corrected me, "No, it's ha actually happened once before." Um, they actually show the whole route, but I think they're just keeping COVID safe. Whereas Australia isn't giving a damn about where they're going, and everyone's dropping off with COVID left, right, and centre <laughs> because we're just even the going host anywhere. Even the host, right? Even the host. <laughs> Evil C is saying that the next leg is in Italy, and you know there's going to be some beautiful locations. The one thing I will say in the Amazing Race Defense, they are going to the not so commonly traveled locations in these countries. It's not like they're going to like the the capital of each yeah. country, and they're trying to go out into um, more rural areas mm. where they get to interact with locals a little bit more mm. in a more authentic way, which is nice to see. But I definitely want to see. I don't know. Like, I want to see badly. Want to see them in like some third world countries this season. They may not do it because you're right. I don't think they're doing, they're not going to do that. I mean, I love it when they go to India just for the culture shock of it all, and that's one of my favorite places to see them in uh, because you know they're just so out of their comfort Jordan zone. Jordan is uh, interesting. If that's after that, Jordan, that's a that'll be different. There'll be a bit Thanks, of a culture Sydney. shock for people going there. So maybe we yeah. do get to see some. Uh, but but a lot of those countries like Jordan and that were, I think they were ahead of the world when it came to COVID and everything that was going on. I feel like they they were vaccinated before everybody else and 
you know, ahead with a lot of that. Yeah. Not that anybody was fully protected against it, but um, yeah, interesting. Well, let's get yeah. into placement here. Let's get into where people end. We we get the, the, the brothers, like we said, Marcus and Michael first place. And mm-hmm. we find out that Expedia is now the sponsor, not the Travel yes. Gnome anymore. So is that RIP to the to Travel Velocity Gnome? Yeah. Is it gone? They probably can't do both. I'm assuming Expedia has completely replaced them. Someone actually said somewhere online that they are both owned by the same umbrella group. Um, but obviously you can't have the gnome if Travelocity isn't being um, mentioned at all. Yeah. Thanks, Evie. Evie's got Evie the map is, out Evie, Evie is doing all the great work here, like, and also letting us know they're going to go to Iceland, which would be beautiful as well. Beautiful. Um, yeah. So yeah. Uh, so yeah. It's it's sad to see maybe that travelocity is not evolved. We will have to wait and see if the travelocity no makes its appearance yeah. um, at some point. But they both get a trip for five nights to Peru, which is going to be really mm, nice. That's a good one. Lim- yeah. L- Lumumba and Glenda get second place. Sharik Linton in third place. Derek and Claire, they're the real surprise package here, and I think shows us why they're such a dangerous team because. They're in eighth place, I believe, when they leave yes. that first um, roadblock, and then yeah. makes they make up incredible time on the bells, mm. and it's interesting because I thought Claire was tone deaf, and and she still found a way to work with Derek, and I think there's a way that they work together as a yeah. team, and how they how they he maybe kept her calm, and also but, having yeah. the letters there helps a lot. I mean, yeah. I think she's got the rhythm. Um, what I found funny, just just going back a little bit, the brothers who who do, do music didn't have the rhythm. They were going out of time, and and they even admitted it. One of them admitted it. And I thought, how Michael, can you yeah. not be in time if you actually learned an instrument? I just it, it blew my mind. Well, what they said was that they practiced, and I don't think it took them that long. I think it took them like three attempts to get it from memory. Mm. But they practiced it on their own, not knowing that there was going to be a live music band orchestra playing right next to them while they had to do it. And that threw them off slightly. Um, And some people are just wired differently, you know, like maybe he's got a a mild form of ADHD or something. I don't know. Like, and he just can't concentrate on it because he's got this music going on the side. I know I get thrown off by stuff like that sometimes as well. So I, I would like to believe I would have killed it, but I never actually, even though I used to, sing when i was back in school i've actually never played a musical instrument so um i don't know how i would go doing that i think you'd like if you've got rhythm or yeah exactly if you sing um you have to be able to sing in time with the different notes and and know the tempo i used to learn how to sing by listening to notes like i couldn't read notes because i never played Mm. an instrument so people would be like oh this is a this note and then i would just like mimic it with my voice that's how i used to sing because i wasn't classically trained from a very young age i used to act at school and that used to be my my thing that i used to do for fun like i loved acting and then when we went to high school they were like oh we you're perfect for this role but we need you to sing and then i had to like learn how to sing when i was like i don't know 16 or something i never we did should it have then. done this yodeling we should have practiced it and done it tonight <laughs> this is what kai and i used to do we used to practice one of them <laughs> that's insane evc is saying Derek and claire was not eight they were 10th when they left the yodeling so to go from 10th yeah that means that only last. that means only quinton yeah. and maddie were behind them at that point Mm. To go from 10th, and, and obviously Quinn and Maddie did a good job as well, but to go from 10th to, to all the way to 4th 
so yeah. quickly shows us why they're going to be a dangerous team this season. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel the only way that they go out is by Claire having to do something like she did this episode again. And there's like less people, something that and requires. It's right near the end. Yeah. But I feel like we're going to see them for a while. So I feel confident that they're an extremely powerful team. And um, yes. Derek hasn't really gotten that involved yet. Um, oh, they're both 1 1 so far on the roadblocks. He's pretty capable. Claire's really good as well. Like, I feel like this is like yeah. maybe her only weakness. Like, she was pretty decent from memory and Big Brother as well. So, um, but anyways, they get fourth. We get Louis and Michelle in fifth place. So they did go up a bit, I believe, from their first performance. Their first performance after yeah. week one were 10th. So they also gained a lot of time in this specific episode. Then, obviously, next we had Abby and Will. Who are so cute the together. They're really cute, aren't they? Yeah, it's just, they're just, I, I feel bad saying it. They're a little bit vanilla. Yeah, they are vanilla. You know? Like, yeah. it's just like great people, but I don't know if they're necessarily entertaining to watch. Yeah. At yeah, this point, agree. they must the have twins... done a really good audition. They must or, have... Yeah, I, I feel like they they look out for fans every now and again because they want to have fans on the show. Mm. And there's this delicate balance between having fans on the show, but fans that are also entertaining. Just because you're yeah. a big fan doesn't mean you're going to be entertaining to watch. But I don't want to yeah. be too brutal. It's early days. They could still <laughs> do something really good down the line. You're it's not just, being I'm brutal. Not feeling, don't worry I'm about not feeling it. it. Um, the twins are in seventh place. Rich and Dom, they um finally get well, they get there in eighth place, but they then have to run back, get the hat. Mm. We spoke about that a little bit earlier. And yeah. then ultimately they because of that, they lose a place to Aubrey and David, who then gets eighth with Rich and Dom in ninth place. Yeah. And then Quinton and Maddie, I think that they thought they were gone. The whole they episode, did. this whole lick, they did not yeah. see anybody in front of them. And the raw emotion that Quinton had getting oh. there. It's kind of it's kind of what put me behind them. Like I'm kind of like, man, I'm team Quinton yes. and Matty right now. I'm like, I want to see these guys like go a bit deeper. I want them to like fight it yeah. out a little bit longer. Yeah, definitely. He just oh, it was so nice. I love seeing emotion on the race. Not angry yeah. emotion. I like seeing the, you know, pen top emotion. You can tell it means a lot to him. You, you know, yeah. I, I don't know exactly what brought out that emotion in him, but I mean obviously it's a pressure cooker situation. Mm. You're um you know your life's on the line in the game and he's doing it with his his friend and 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 a person he's known for quite a long time, mm. fellow cheerleader, captain of the cheerleading team that he has got there with him. But there has to be something yeah. more with him where he feels like he needs to prove himself. And yes. like the amazing yeah. race is that place where he's going to prove himself. And I, I got that vibe from him even with being one of the first male cheerleaders in the NFL. I feel like mm. he feels he's got a mantle to wear mm. in this season. And he's yeah. got that weight on him. And, and he felt a little bit of that relief when he wasn't out in second place this season and gives him an opportunity to push a little bit deeper. But sadly, it's going to mean that Rex and Tim, they're not going to make it. I know. Hats off to Rex. Being oh, really calm at the so at the, the bells and keeping Tim under control because yeah. Tim looked like he was going to go full dusty there at one point. I know. <laughs> get dusty. that look. Like his eyes are gone. Like, we've nearly got it. We've nearly got it. And he's like, <laughs> okay, I think it was 12th time. We've nearly got it. We've got it. <laughs> like, oh, Rex, you're just this cheer person. Oh. Yeah, so, you know, sadly, we, we, we won't see them any longer in the game. They're out early. Um, like I said, we don't get to see that alliance potentially that could have formed with the boys, the military boys. But 
overall, I think it was a very straightforward episode. At, um, I enjoyed it, but I feel like we're still building up to something. Like, I feel in the next couple of episodes, that's when it's going to get real. Everybody's being too nice at this point. Like, I need a little bit more yeah. of... They, I feel like they need to throw more... Like, they have to throw the U-turn back in there, make teams, like, sabotage each other. Like, bring yeah. a little bit of this into the game. Why are we all yeah, being so I nice, mean, Michelle? Yeah, that it, U-turn would be the death. That With non-elimination leg, it would, could be the death. And yeah. I think people would... They'll take out the big teams now because yeah, they, there is no risk of potentially a team... Doing it. I don't know. If I'm out there, I'm telling you, I'm taking out the biggest comp competition and I would not feel bad about it, but it's probably because I'm a Survivor fan and I've seen some cutthroat moves in the past, you know, yeah. but, you know, people voting out their mom, for instance, a so few you'd, times. You'd, so you'd, you'd turn Derek and Claire if you were in front of them. Uh, right now, I would be inclined to maybe Derek or Claire or maybe Glenda and Lumumba because they've been tw twice now they've been second. Um, yeah. And Derek and Claire has shown to fall in the specific league. But what might push me towards Derek and Claire would be the fact that they've got experience of having been on a reality TV show before. Mm. And, the, and I mean, in Derek's case, this is his third time doing a reality TV show. What and even though before? it's not the same show, even though it's not the same show, you know, he does have that experience of how to deal with the cameras, how to act under pressure. So he did Big Brother with Claire. And mm. then he came back to do the Challenge USA last season, which he did oh, reasonably okay. well in as well. So he's got experience, and he's got experience doing physical stuff mm. and being under pressure. So I feel like you need to cut that experience out early on. Yeah. Okay. Evie is breaking my dreams here right now, saying I believe there are no U-turns <laughs> this season. Why, why are you going to be so why cool do you know to that, me? Evie? <laughs> Evie, Evie, know Evie's got the team. She's... She or he, I don't want to assume, but they've got the tea. Like they know something. She said, I believe. She didn't say there aren't any. Evie, which are, are you are you talking to a racer? <laughs> it's like we just want <laughs> Do you have the inside scoop? Um but no, well, I think I think that, that you need you need out. a little bit of that to create a bit of like animosity or like teams going at each other. Like I want to see that. Yeah, like they could be friends after the show. They don't need to be friends while they're doing the race, you know. Yes. Um. That's yeah. that's my thoughts about it. In any case, yeah, yeah. anything else you wanted to talk about for this um, leg of the Amazing Race? Anything we missed? Just, just uh, another aside in that the um people who were running the challenges, um, the the poor woman at the bells. Did you see her sitting on the chair at the side? Obviously thinking. Dear God, why can't they get this? Um, we looked at a shot of them at one point, her at one point, and the guy who was giving out the clues in the square with the dancing, how he kept making the races. He was actually doing a film where he was saying, oh, I'm sorry, guys. This is a very perfect performance. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, wow, this is great because a couple of the teams actually went, oh. And then they went, yay. So I've really enjoyed in both episodes now, the um, the people who are doing the challenges for, you know, production and, um, you know, showing their personalities. Mm. I think that if um, you're a handler potentially in these future seasons and you're someone that's going to do this, you need to be negotiating that you get commission every time they choose you because that girl, she did the brunt of the work and then her fellow handlers at that challenge, they, they got all the money for her hard work. And I feel yeah. like you could see her soul leaving her body 
<laughs> or in T-Rex, Team T-Rex, we're just struggling over and over. That was a funny moment to see. And um, yeah, fun episode. Like I said, what I think we learned from this episode, longer isn't always better unless there is something good happening in a longer episode. Yep. Like I like longer episodes, but I, I kind of feel like there was a lot of like replaying of people failing, which yes, uh, yeah. gets, gets old, you know? So yeah. um, I'm hoping that with next week, we get to see a return to a normal episode. It's a bit more fast paced and let's hope that they throw like another scramble in there or something, a couple of things just to mix it up a little bit in my mind. But um, yeah. overall I'm team Quentin and Maddie. Who are you? Who are you um, going into next week? And I look, also, also I just want to give a special shout out to Glenda and Lumumba. I really like them as well. Oh, really? <laughs> I like Derek and Claire and Emily and Molly. Um, yeah. They're my yeah. favorite too. I love it. We're, we're both on different teams here. So, you know, some of us will prevail at the end and we, we're yeah. going to get a heart broken when our favorites leave, but I'm sure it'll continue to evolve as we cover this here week by week. If you got to this part of the podcast, please consider subscribing to the channel. We really appreciate it. It shows that you uh, are liking what we do. Put a like on this video. Comment with your thoughts. What did you think? What do you agree or disagree with? How many mistakes did I make this time? On the show? <laughs> I don't want to assume I'm Why? the only one making mistakes on this podcast. <laughs> um, let us know. And um, we'll catch you next week. Same time, same place as we talk about episode three. Thank you so much. And thanks for yeah. everybody in the live being a, a big part of this as well. Evie, you're a legend. I saw some of those other comments it might be a little bit too spoilery. Uh, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody listening to the audio version of this and what's going to happen in the next league, but that sounds really exciting. Talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.